Hello, I'm Josiah Stroop, and welcome to episode two of Coffee and Jesus. I'm so excited for this episode and just talk about what's happened this past week in my own life and what God has in store for all of us. Um, yet again, I want to just reemphasize just once more like how much this podcast means to me on a personal level, but this podcast is really, truly just for you guys, for all you listeners to help grow your own personal relationships with Jesus in such a deeper and dynamic way that's so real and that's so biblical and what God's calling us to have. And so, yeah, I've got some things to talk about, about what's happened this last week in my own life and hopefully stuff that you can take away that can help benefit you with your own journey in life and what God has in store for you. I wanted to first also start off by thanking all of the people that reached out to me through Instagram or text messages or in person, just supporting me on this first episode. That meant so much to me. I thought stuff like that makes my day all the time because I really, truly just want this podcast to be for all you listeners that you guys are taking stuff away from it. And it's not just me talking about my own life, but you guys actually benefiting off of my experiences. And just I just want to share just what God's doing in my life and hopefully just help others just want that, that, want that deeper relationship with God that really just I'm experiencing it the same way as you guys, just walking in life and feeling that desire for more and knowing that God's that person that's going to allow that to happen and seeing God do these things actually in life is so amazing and wild. And it's just stuff that I want for all my friends, all those who don't even know Jesus yet. I want people to just experience the true love and peace that Jesus offers every single day, just because of what he's done on the cross and even right now, like I was going to share something else, but I also feel like I want to start by reading this passage in Matthew. I felt this on my heart before starting the podcast even, and I wasn't entirely sure where I was at. And right now my devotions are all in Matthew. I've read up from John and up, so I'm going back to finish the New Testament, but um. This is truly this passage in Matthew chapter 26, verse 26 through 27 or 28 really defines Jesus' love for us. This is um, the Lord's Supper. And I'm sure you've probably heard of it, but I would encourage you even while you're listening just to think about him saying these things out of love. So I'll just start and say, So verse 26, it says, Now, as they were eating, Jesus took bread, and after blessing it, broke it, and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. And he took a cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you, for this is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sinners. Amen. Um, just reading that, just understanding that just taking the bread, taking the cup, and I'm sure if they were a disciple, if you were a disciple at that time, you'd be like, 
what the heck is he talking about? <laughs> like, this piece of bread that I'm holding is his flesh, and he's wanting me to eat it. Like, that's really weird. But understanding what Jesus means here, just knowing that just taking and accepting what he is about to do on the cross, and now what he's already done, is truly for the forgiveness of sinners. Like, this is true forgiveness. And I think about all the people that went against Jesus going to the cross and him wanting to just die for all these people in the midst of people screaming at him and yelling at him that he's still so in love from the start, just wanting to do this to forgive all those people, even in that very moment on the cross. Just how amazing and spectacular and how perfect he was in being so humble before God's calling in his life. And that's something like I aspire to be as well as that having that humility. If God calls me to do something that I just want to be obedient to it. And that's not (laughs) the easiest thing in which I want to kind of talk about today and just what's been happening this week in my own life. And so this last Thursday or last Tuesday, um, my parents and a team just got back from a trip to Mexico. They, um, we have a church plant in Mexico that we're connected to and we're part of this mission movement or team, or I guess, like church plants. We're part of like a bunch of church plants that are all connected to the same movement called New Frontiers. Um, If you're interested in that, I encourage you just to look that up. It's called New Frontiers. And it started from um, this guy, Terry Virgo, which he is someone I look up to so much, just how he preaches and his heart for God and just understanding grace. And I think I maybe even talked about him last episode, just how he helped me through how he preached about grace, helped me understand what that is and that free gift of even just thinking about communion, that just accepting what Jesus has done, the bread and the blood of of Jesus is truly just accepting that forgiveness. And that alone grants us grace and grants us salvation through the grace of God. And so anyway, Anyway, so they went to Mexico and they came back on Tuesday and they called me and they said, hey, we got this. There's this amazing prophetic time we had there and people were prophesying over us and we had a great time. Um, But they said that they had this prophetic word that they that this one person prayed over them and they said that. They, the person that had a prophetic word had a picture of a boomerang and it was blue and my dad threw it and if when he threw it he sent it off and it came back bigger and stronger and they just said that to me and just like just like oh that's cool and they didn't know like what it meant but the person saying that said that they need to tell them that as a prophetic word for them And so that day and even later on that week, I had that word in my mind and I could not get it out of my head. I could not understand like 
why am I thinking about this? And like, this is their prophetic word. Like, I don't know why I'm just doing school. I'm just like doing my devotions, but I kept thinking about this blue boomerang, (laughs) like so random. And then um, on Thursday, by the way, I am drinking a nice vanilla latte. I had just a black coffee this morning, side note, but I would recommend trying it if you think black coffee is bad. I used to think that way all the time, but if you add a little bit of sugar, it's fire. Anyway, (laughs) to connect the coffee stories, I was at um, Chapters in Newburgh doing my devotions and drinking my iced vanilla latte, and um, I was just... I had extra time that day before class and I felt God speak to me like he wanted me to talk to him about this, about this boomerang, <laughs> this blue boomerang. And I'm like, what the heck? And I ended my, like, I usually just like, right now I'm reading through Matthew. So I'd read some chapters and then I'd um, journal kind of prayer thoughts and then pray about it and then read a chapter of, um, like a pastoral book or a ministry book. So I was done with all that. And then I felt God say, I need, you should talk to me. You should talk to me about this boomerang. I'm like, oh. and I was a little bit hesitant because I knew like, okay, if I do this, he could tell me some things that are, might be intense, might be random, but it's going to be from him. So and I like saying that I want to obey him. And it's like, it's another thing to actually do it. And so I was just kind of like preparing myself in my head, like, okay, so I'm just going to see what happens. And so I sat there and I prayed and I said, God, even like for some reason in my mind, that boomerang kind of resonated with me. It is coincidental that it's blue. And I go to George Fox and the main color is blue for our mascot in our school. But anyway, I was like, had this feeling that that word could be for me, that I was being called to go to Mexico. And I was like, just, I've never had that feeling before until now. And I asked God and I remember sitting there and he was saying, know that you're called and go and then i'm like what <laughs> like what are you talking about like in my head i was like okay god i don't want this to be just my conscience or something because this is a big deal this is not something small and i don't like i got stuff planned in the future i have like my degree in engineering but moving or even just going to another country at this point it's just so wild so i'm like god i need you to tell me again in like a different way because i'm like i need this i need to be sure and i don't know if i talked about this in the first um episode but i remember um i had this picture of god being out in the water and asking me if i'm willing and i was like yes god i'm willing that's when i had that call to be a church planner and I had the same picture of like Jesus was out on the water and he was calling me 
And he's like, are you willing? And I was like, yes, like, yes, God, I am willing. And like, at the end of the day, like, I see how much God has done in my life and like talking about my past in the first episode, just like how much good came out of just saying yes to God and being obedient to that. So last week when he said, are you willing? I was like, yes, I'm willing. And then he said, know that you're called and go. And then I just knew like from then on. So from now I'm just like, okay, (laughs) God's calling me to go to Mexico. I don't know when, I don't know how, but I'm called to go. And that, that alone is already a lot. And, um, one thing that God has put on my heart was this passage in Matthew again, and I'll read it to you. That's really, what it's really the heart of like accepting God's calling on our lives while also knowing that that's not the easiest thing. Like, we plan so much and like for me my dream is to live in California my dream is to have my own firm for engineering to live by my cousin and my friend Jaden and it's just like when God gives you a calling like this it's almost like you gotta leave everything behind and that's not the easiest thing to do and so um, here's this passage Um, And it's called The Cost of Following Jesus. And it's Matthew chapter 8. I'm going to read 18 through 22. And it says, Now when Jesus saw a crowd around him, he gave orders to go over to the other side. And a scribe came up and said to him, Teacher, I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus said to him, Foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests. But the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. Another of the disciples said to him, Lord, let me first go and bury my father. And Jesus said to him, Follow me and leave the dead to bury their own dead. <laughs> like, there is just, wow. Like, what is that? What do you mean by that, Jesus? <laughs> let the dead bury their own dead? And then I, I have this cool study Bible that has like translations to specific verses on like half the page and I looked at it and I read it and really what it said is that Jesus was is asking us to put his calling on our lives above all else above relationships and if you know me well I am all for relationships I'm a big people person so um that thought of even with Mexico and all my plans of moving to California, of um, doing engineering with some of my buddies. It's like, I have to now put my calling. If God's calling me to go to Mexico, I have to put that above all else, above those relationships, above those desires. And let me tell you, that's not the easiest thing. Like, that is not something to just say and do. It's actually, like, something that I have to pray about and continue to work on and accept is that I want to do what God's calling me to do. And at the end of the day, God does so much for our lives when we just accept His calling, big or small. And 
really for the heart of this and me talking about how I'm just really going about it right now, I just, I have a strong, I have strong feelings and like, I care about those people that have that same calling right now. If you're listening and you have, you feel like there's something more and you feel like God's calling you to do something, but you're, you're a college student or you're just getting married or you have a kid. Like this is, these are big steps that if God's just calling you to move to the city next to you for some reason, or even an entire country or continent away it's like these are big steps and for me like honestly what helps me the most is realizing what how I first started this episode talking about who Jesus is just how much love he has for us that really even what I was hearing today at during the service at, on Sunday I was just understanding that all we gave to Jesus to accept this love is our sin. That's all we paid is all the sin, all the selfish desires that we have. And Jesus wanted that and he took it all away by the grace of God, just completely taking away our sin. And now we're not called. It's not like he's calling me or calling you to change personalities, to change the way we act or like for me i'm obsessed with star wars and i'm looking at six different posters in my room and i'm already kind of phasing out looking at how cool they look but god doesn't want me to doesn't want me to change that aspect of my life he created me to be me my identity is in christ but i'm still josiah (laughs) like i think that's what some people um, struggle with as well. I know I did personally, and I talked about a little bit in episode one, is that um, we get so caught up in works-based where it's like if we do get a calling of like, maybe I need to be part of the church. Maybe I need to start being like a deacon or like what it says in the Bible, just a a pastor or a teacher and it's like or just simply be like a janitor a custodian at the church to help and serve like those are still callings and they're still just as good and just as loving and amazing even for me a little bit about me I was a custodian I was well I would always use the word custodian because janitor I always think about bathrooms and you do have to do a lot of bathroom work but custodian sounds more professional. <laughs> so I had like eight years of experience, I'd say, at my local church and not even knowing it. I just wanted a job at the time. But through serving the church as a deacon or not deacon, as a custodian, um, I really fell in love with the church. I really fell in love with serving the church. And if you even desire a calling, I would say first just ask around, ask around your local church that you're connected to. And if you're not connected to a church, there's so many scriptures that talk about being connected to the body of Christ. And that's the church. We are the bride is the church. And so, um, yeah, I would say, I would just encourage you if you even desired a calling in general, just to go and serve your local church. 
and through that god will show you what you're called to do and it gives so much meaning and purpose even though it's so intense at times like me just sitting at a coffee shop in Newburgh, Oregon at my college and finding out I got to go to Mexico now and I have no clue how that's going to work out but just knowing how much God loves us in the midst of all this that he's not just giving us a calling that's like something we can't handle which is the craziest thing because in my head I'm like I'm literally just a nerdy mechanical engineering student and I love Jesus and you want me to go to Mexico. And so I'm like, my brain sometimes can't wrap around it, but what my brain can wrap around is how much he loves me and how much he's not going to just throw me in a ditch and give me a calling that I'm not going to be able to do. And there's definitely going to be a path that will really, he will guide me throughout my whole life. And that's just what's so comforting being a Christian is knowing that our lives are secure in him. And so even through suffering and like, this is not easy, but God provides the way every single time we call upon him. And so, yeah, I just went off right there for a bit. Sorry, but um, I still got more to talk about. So that calling on my life now to go to Mexico was just the start and um, this weekend we have some of my dear friends from from uh, England came to visit here in Lebanon Oregon and I stopped by this weekend and stayed at home and got to hang out with these guys and I really wanted them to be on the podcast I'm hoping to get them um, to feature soon but we were just so busy and just fellowship and just spending time with each other. And these guys, um, Jeremy Simpkins, Roger by and Jeremy's wife, Anne. So they all came from England and Jeremy and Roger are um, apostolic. So they're part of the apostolic team um, for new frontiers. So they are part of 200 plus church plants across the world that they've helped plant and um, they were in Mexico as well and even this coming April or this either way this summer they're going to be going up to Canada to get a church plant started and go back to Mexico and just it's crazy it's so cool but these guys are great and apostolic means that they really understand true doctrine and they're their gifting is really to help churches grow and based on what the Bible says and what like each church needs and really speak life prophetically through the Holy Spirit and onto the church. And so these guys are awesome and they're hilarious with their accents, but they're just so loving. They're all about relationship first, which is what I'm all about, which is the coolest thing. Um, but th- yeah, there's not like a tier level, like, okay, God's calling you to do this. So you need to go take these classes. You need to do this. It's like, no, they're here just to say, we want to know, we want to help you find your calling. We want to help you find your giftings. 
and we we want to support you every way we can. So it's like that's the coolest thing to me. But um, anyway, today at church um, during the service, I was just so moved by the spirit, and there were there were giftings of the spirit. Um, during the service that were used as just so cool just to see God's people um, being just obedient and just serving God and people are just crying and God's just speaking to people and I'm there and I'm just I start crying I got a um, I got like the Holy Spirit just like speaking to me today in a way that I haven't felt in a while and um, and Jeremy's wife had a word about just God's love for his people. And even like so, she was saying that someone was feeling like they were finally captivated, like captivated by God, that they saw God as a lover and just so just enjoying God's presence and finally just so in love with God. And that totally resonated with me. And I just started crying and I'm just like, <laughs> so during this time she's speaking into this open mic about it and I'm like, everyone's quiet and I'm trying to be, not lose my mind. I'm sucking up all these nasty tear snot things, but <laughs> it was so good, but not tasteful in that way physically, <laughs> but it was just so cool. Just God speaking to me like that. And there were just people like that in my churches getting moved by the Holy Spirit. And that's what's so cool and offered to every single one of us that's accepted Jesus. And so anyway, I was sitting there and then I felt God um, during the service when Jeremy was preaching and he was talking about really just accepting who Jesus is and what he's called us to do to go out to the ends of the earth. And like, and the ends of the earth could just mean across the library. I don't know why libraries in my head or just to speak to our neighbor across the street, like our callings in our life can be going to the nations or just even to the classroom next to us to talk to that friend that you've, you're just always annoyed with but you feel for them. It's like, it's so much and so meaningful in God's eyes to just be obedient in the biggest and smallest ways. But for me, I felt God say, I'm calling you to go to Mexico. And I'm like, okay, here he goes again. And I'm already like crying. And he's like, I'm calling you to go and stay. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what do you mean by that? Stay? So, like, holy cow. So, my first instinct is like, I need prayer. <laughs> like, I need help. So, um, Jeremy and Roger and Anne all prayed for me and my sister and some of my other friends. And it's just so, just impactful and just, just receiving so much of who God is, just being comforted in the spirit. And like, as a Christian, that's what you get. This is what happens when you become a Christian. You have a true, real relationship with God and you understand what it means to be in his presence and how comforting it is. 
And that's how I just felt just in the midst of like, holy crap, he's telling me a 24 year old to go to Mexico and stay without any actual plans with the fear of the world saying, how are you going to provide even a plane ticket? It's like, I'm not even worried about that because I know if God's calling me to do that, that he's going to provide a way. And that's what's so cool about knowing God and just being in this real relationship with him. And so, yeah, even for me, that that was just so crazy today. I don't know if you guys think that's crazy or not, but like to me, this is nuts. But I'm just so excited still. Like I'm like, I'm ready to do, be a part of God's kingdom and receive all that he has for me. But it makes me more excited for all of my friends because this is just me. And I'm like, who else? that I know that are my friends or people I don't even know that drink hopefully iced vanilla lattes because honestly, those are the best coffee drinks. <laughs> Anyone, I'm just like, who else has callings like this or just callings to go start a youth group or start um, worship nights at their local college or in their local church? Like these like callings are just as big as just moving to a different country. And that's what gets me so excited that God is constantly on the move. And we had this um, word from Roger, one of the British people. And it was on Saturday at 10 a.m. We had this um, prayer and worship session in the morning. And Roger had a word, a prophetic word. And he said that, the world is frozen. The world is frozen, iced over, just completely full of just that sin. And the world likes to say these things that try to block us away from what what's really happening. But the church, the church is in spring. The church is in the spring season and it's blooming. It's like, whoa, <laughs> like... That's what we live in today as Christians, is that in the midst of the world being frozen over and feeling defeated, that the church right now is blooming. It's springtime for the church. And even that this next season, even after that, it's like this is the time and the start of something new that God's going to do with the church. And I feel just a sense of just revival complete revival and growth in the local church and i'm so excited for not just my church but for all the churches around that you guys are a part of or even if you're not a part of a church right now or even a christian i say that i would like to say that you're calling right now if you're feeling like this is kind of resonating with you and you don't know Jesus or you're not connected with the church, is that God's calling you to be connected. And the simplest way just to start it off is understanding how much God loves you. And that truly, just like I started the episode talking about just the communion with the body, the bread and the cup, is that Jesus has already paid that price. 
we've given him our sins, that you can simply say, yes, I need help. I need to take away this sin. God, I want more. And even if you feel like you've been a Christian, but you've never had this calling that now in this season, God's calling you to find that calling in him, that he wants to provide you with a calling. And I think that I'm getting the chills right now. Like if you've never felt a calling in your life, now is the season that God wants to do that for you. And I'm so excited for you. And I don't even, I'm looking at a wall right now. I don't even know who's listening, but I know whoever is that there is something new for them this season. And even if you're a strong believer and you have a calling, that God wants to start something new in you. Man, I am, I'm excited. I'm so hyped. I cannot wait to talk about this with um, just some of my friends and people just, this is what life is as a Christian. This is just what we can expect. It's just there's so much joy and love and fellowship with each other, knowing that we're all connected and talking to the same God, whether it's just through worship, through our prayer times together, or just doing devotion, reading the Bible, drinking an iced vanilla latte in a coffee shop. It's like we're all together loving the same God and being loved by the same Jesus. And it's so exciting. I'm so excited for this next season. And um, yeah, it's just so cool. And a thought that I had from last episode is that uh, if you, if anyone has any questions or um, just about starting a new devotional way of growing with God or even just asking common questions for me about what it's like hearing from God or um, how to get connected with the church. Um, just any questions about Christianity or just Jesus. I, I would say totally reach out to me. Um, reach out to me through my Instagram. It's Josiah, J-O-S-I-H dot Stroop, S-T-R-O-U-P. Um, totally DM me with these questions and I'll talk about it next episode and answer them. But yeah, my heart's always for you guys, for the listeners on this podcast. And I'm just so excited for what God has in store for all of us. Um, thank you all for listening so much and I will see you next week. God bless. Mm-hmm.